0: seems like an eternity ago that uh, Brisbane travelled south and were beaten by Melbourne it was last Thursday night. But uh, as we know, football doesn't end. Losses happen, wins happen. Got to get it uh, done and, and get it done Thursday night in a very, very important match against the Western Bulldogs. Danny Daly has been kind enough to join us this morning to give us his thoughts on what happened and what's going to happen this week. Good morning, Danny.
1: Morning, boys. How
0: are we? Good. Uh, well,
1: uh,
0: I, we know what happened. Uh, how has everyone pulled up? Any injury concerns?
1: Uh yeah, didn't get a script it it, Thursday night, but anyway, no. um Yeah, we got a couple of little injuries out of the game. Obviously, uh Jared Lyons couple um a boot in the ribs, um, but uh M R have cleared him of any structural damage, so um he'll train tomorrow and if he gets through that he'd be fine for the weekend and obviously That's unbelievable. Andrews.
0: He he looked really, really well, he looked in a bad way.
1: Yeah, he did. Uh we were quite concerned for him. Um But when he came off and went downstairs and got his breath and all that, I think there was a fair bit of it that it was uh, more winded than the ribs. Uh, Probably got him a little bit below the rib cage, so he's quite fortunate. So um, He's a bit sore and sorry, no doubt, but um, he pulled up well and he he presented well at the club yesterday, so uh, hopefully he's okay. And obviously Harris with the shoulder, uh, again, he had uh, x-rays in Melbourne on, what was it, Friday morning and uh, cleared him of any structural damage, so uh, again, he came to the club yesterday and, and presented not too bad, although a little bit sore. So, again, he'll um, need to get through training, our main session tomorrow to, to be available for, for Thursday. So hopefully he's OK as well.
2: Danny saw Chris Fagan's press conference after the game and he said it reminded him of when he first arrived at the Brisbane Lions, some of the losses that you boys had back in 2017 and 18. Yeah. Obviously, have come a long way since then. So where does the review start?
1: Uh, Good question. We had a bit of a chat after the game about it um, uh, with the players uh, and we basically started at where the game was lost at the contest. So uh, We did a review yesterday morning about half an hour about our contest stuff around the stoppages in general play. Um, Cut a lot of edits about uh, Melbourne's intensity and energy around the contest as compared to ours and uh, it wasn't the greatest review we've had but sometimes you've got to go through that sort of stuff to, to be able to see where we lost the game against a good side. So, you know, in the past when we've had a quarter or a period where we've been poor contested ball, we've been able to work our way through it and come out of it the other side pretty well. But, you know, to Melbourne's credit, let's not take anything away from them. They were, they were outstanding on Thursday night and taught us a lesson about contested ball. So um, it was a bit, of a, a bit of a brutal review yesterday, but we needed to do it.
0: And when you say you reviewed the, the, the contest... Uh... What, what what form does that take? Do you compare it to what you'd been doing the previous few weeks or do you go through it with a fine-tooth comb and say, you should have done this, you should have done that?
1: No, we don't necessarily draw down on we should have done this, we should have done that. It's more about, um, you know, we put up some stats about what we've done well this year and last year in terms of our contested ball and, and what makes us a good team. And we just re- went through some edits, of, to be perfectly honest, of... Uh, uh, Jack Viney and uh, Clayton Oliver around the contest and their ability to work from contest to contest and and show them about you know it doesn't edit to those two guys as compared to what we were doing um, and, and just pointed out to our players that's what it takes. you need to be consistent in that area and and when you're playing the best, you need to be able to match it and um, you can't win every contest, but um, if you can make sure you do your best to try and win as many contests as you can. Uh, so it was more about it it was more an education process about what contested ball looks like.
2: Danny, just after or just before the buy round, we are having a chat to you and we, you pointed out one stat that was a concern that you were giving up a lot of goals from free kicks, actually more so than anyone else in the competition. On the weekend or Thursday night going back there, it seemed to be turnover ball. 77 points were kicked against you by the Demons when you turned over mm-hmm. the footy. So is that something that you now have to address for this weekend?
1: Uh, I think, and again, I think most of it started from the actual contest. So because Melbourne were able to win every most contested ball situations, they got it forward. So the game was played in their forward half. And then they brought elite pressure on our back line. And, um, yeah, I think they kicked something like eight goals from our our D50 transition. So, um, look, not really, um, because it's probably nothing. It's probably not something that uh, has been a concern for us we put it down mostly to the contest and the fact that their pressure on our back line forces us to turn the football over. So if it happens again, hopefully it don't, doesn't this Thursday night, then we'll probably need to look at it. But because it was more of a one-off situation, we probably just, uh, as coaches, have a look at it, but we didn't sort of drill down on it with the players so much.
0: Losses are so important this season, probably more so than any other season, Danny. It's just congested, isn't it? I mean... We've got uh, what, five sides there um, that can finish in the top four and a few breathing down their neck like the Swans, Collingwood. So a few coming from the clouds as well.
1: Yeah, it's tight. It's a tight competition. And, um, you know, the, the fixtures worked out the way it has. So sides are sort of playing each other, as you can imagine, yeah. in the top ten. So, you know, you've just got to be able to rebound from losses like this and get the group uh, energised again and, and get a win. Like, um, you know, if we can get a win on Thursday night, it's sort of, uh, pushes you a little bit clear of some teams. So um, this Thursday night obviously becomes quite important um, in the run home with eight games left to, you know, try and get as many wins as we can and get, get back around on opposition.
0: And you've got a good percentage as well at the moment compared to the others around you.
1: Yeah. It took a bit of a beating on Thursday night, which is disappointing, but um, mm. yeah, we still have got a good percentage. So, you know, we just need to get back on the horse now. We'll review the game from the weekend and um, get to work tomorrow and, uh, There for the dogs.
2: Danny, one of the big uh, uh, talking points from the weekend in the AFL was the Tom Stewart hit on Dion Prestia. Won't get you to comment about the hit itself, but we saw Tom Stewart uh, during the break. You could see him talking to some of his his, uh, uh, teammates there from Geelong and the coaching staff as well. He was clearly rocked by it. Have you ever had a situation where? One of your players has come to you at the break and said, oh, geez, I think I'm in a bit of trouble here. And you've sort of had to get his mind back on the job because that was clearly what what Geelong had to do on the weekend.
1: Yeah, not to the extent of that. Um, obviously, he was quite distressed. It was a split-second incident. and um, From what you hear about Tom Stewart, he's a, he's a fine young man, so there's no doubt he was quite emotional and uh, disappointed in his actions. But, no, we haven't had anything like that. It's more been on the other you know, the other, the other side of things. And Stephen May collected Seth Martin a few years ago. It rocked our players a bit. Uh, but nothing, nothing similar to that, no.
0: And is Dane Zorko on track to be back this week?
1: Yeah, Zorks would have played if the game was Saturday, but it wasn't. He trained down in Melbourne on Thursday. Um, he he'll, was he'll 100% for the Doggies game, and obviously we'll get Zach Bailey back as well from from COVID. So there's a couple of good ins for us for, for Thursday's game.
2: Danny, it was one of those games. I suppose you didn't see it coming, and even at quarter time, you were right in the contest. It must have surprised you how it all finished out.
1: Oh, well, my first quarter was it was quite good. We probably had a couple of opportunities to to kick some goals, which we didn't. Um, but no, like at that quarter time, we felt we were in a quite a good position. We had a focus on the start of the game, and we thought we did that quite well. But you know what transpired in the second quarter was just um, you know minus twenty three and contested ball. It was impossible for us to try and stop. We tried to do a number of things but as I said to Melbourne's credit they just um, got on top of us around the ball and um, you know punished us on the scoreboard so didn't go to plan and even, even more so as you said earlier one of those games where we, we haven't been beaten by a lot in games over the last three years you know I think five or six goals is the most so uh, yeah that was that was disappointing in that respect but um, we've got to get on with it and, uh, and go again and that's the beauty of football you get an opportunity to respond and uh, hopefully our players can do that on Thursday night.
2: Danny, fingers crossed you come away with the four points and get back on the winner's list. Really appreciate your time, Danny, as we do each and every time you join us. Good luck. Uh, yeah. Lions fans want the four points.
1: Yeah, thanks, guys. Hopefully we get a great turnout on Thursday night uh, and get the uh, the Gabba rocking with as many Brisbane supporters as we can. So, yeah, again, thanks for your time. I appreciate it.
2: Thanks, Danny.